Hi, this is Julia Dozier, author, educator, and champion for Black love. Thank you for joining show host Quentin Ford and I as we discuss love in the Black community using the newest book release entitled Crown Rules 2, King, How Black Men Love. The book is an investigative case study into the meaning, experience, and perspective of love held by the 10 Black men interviewed for the book. Each week, Quentin and I will delve into one of the 13 questions asked of each man, and we invite you, our listeners, to take the journey along with us as you answer the questions for yourselves, such as, who was your first example of love? What type of love do you need or desire? Or, what's your favorite love song and why? It's going to be an amazing opportunity to reflect on the meaning and importance of love in our lives, to maybe set some new intentions about our relationships, and also kind of figure out ways to take our affection for each other to the next level. For our male listeners, it is our hope that you will receive connection, validity, and truth concerning your own loving nature. For our female listeners, we welcome you to connect to the cornerstones of intimacy that will be revealed and that any myths or illusions regarding how to earn, win, or keep a man may be dispelled. Listen, black love matters. So sit back, relax, and let's talk. Crown rules. Good evening, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. And it's Thursday night, and I'm Vaughn Hopper. Nah, it's Thursday night. It's Thursday night, and um, as usual, we do Crown Rule 2, How Black Men Love, with yeah. our lovely author, Julia Dozier. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, Quentin. How are you tonight? 
I'm a little. Uh, I'm in a good mood. I'm in. I'm in good. good spirits. As you know, I was making you laugh behind the scenes. Yes. Um, but anyway, to 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 definitely proceed, and I just want to say that the, um, you know, this book is really um, a revelation. This is you. You, you struck a. You know, you know how they say the, during the gold rush. I hate gold. You hate gold. You hate gold. Thank so this, you. so this week's episode, and we're on our fourth episode. It, our fourth episode is our third question. Yeah. And our third question into the book is, how do you show love? Yes. Yes. You know, Quentin, I I usually read the the gentleman's responses before each of our episodes and the answers to, to this question really touched my heart again. I, I don't know what changed since the last time I read it, but it really touched my heart again. So I'm excited for this episode and to hear what our get our, our um, audience in the chat has to say. Yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully, like I said, the chat is very important um, for you guys watching because we want you guys to... Um, you know, be involved in our discussion. Um, whether you, you you have a statement or a question, it's very important because you're part of the show. You know, you're part of, as we would say, the the the, the crown rules to how black men love family. And yeah. as you can see, Julia has the shirt on. Um, the thing is kind of blocking, but it's crown rules. She ain't gonna stand up because she got she done got comfortable, but uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Someone's saying someone's saying hello to us. Great, glad you could join us, uh, Miss Frank. Miss Miss Frank, I'm glad you could join us. But um let's 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 go into how do you show love? I noticed that um let's go right off the bat. Our first brother, he said time, because time can never be um be, be, be given back. Right. Um, I thought that was interesting because when we're conversating with women, when they when they get upset or it's the after effect, they first be like, oh, I can't believe I wasted my time with him. Right. Well, I wasted my time on that. Had I known it took me a year, it took me two years to find out that him, he wasn't worth it. So I thought it was interesting from a male's perspective that he was so concerned about his time. He felt as though the way that he showed love was spending time, um, you know, not, and he, he coincided with another brother with not with uh, the big things, with, you know, just the little things and spending time and going out his way. I thought that was very interesting. I, I think so too. And I think it's something that, that um, we as women and also men can be sensitive to, right? Um, when we're when we're in relationships, the time that we spend together with our partner is what allows us to bond and what allows us to create wonderful memories and what allows us to be closer, become closer with one another. And so that time that's spent is really important. I think that 
when it when it comes and in addition to that i think all of us have so many different aspects of our lives that we have to give attention to so if you're carving out time and dedicating it to the person that you're interested in in that is important and that should be seen as valuable the yeah. i think when we start talking about oh our wasted time is when we don't get the end result that we hope for mm. yeah. um you know everybody has a goal or conditions like one of the other gentlemen in the book talked about people have conditions when they get into relationship and if the conditions are not met then you can feel like you wasted your time so if you just enjoy that person for being with them you won't feel like it was a waste yeah one yeah it then and then it's interesting that um you know um I'm going to show you one of the statements in the chat okay she said i would also say it's affection and being affectionate without being sexual and that's something that me and you had talked about behind the scenes is that what one of the brothers had said that you know in his he's a man of a certain age now and um yeah. in his younger in his younger years he he thought showing love would be more physical yes and as he's gotten older as an older gentleman it's more of you know uh affection uh shows of uh, showings of uh a, a love that way that's the way you yeah. describe love absolutely absolutely i think the um physical physical touch or the intimacy or even affection is not doesn't always have to be physical in nature um it could be saying something sweet to someone at a moment that they least expected you know there's different ways for us to be loving and intimate towards our partners having to be engaged in intercourse <laughs> yeah it's it's like it's like what 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 and i'm just skipping around because i got some notes but it's like well like what another brother has said about emotions support not being forced let it be real organic like you know not so much oh we gotta hold hands because we walking down the street no i want to hold your hand it's natural my hand just reach over and just cling over to your hand and you know that type that type of thing i think that the um the main thing that i got from a couple of them was like you know they don't want to be told by their mate what has to sh- how to show me love let me do it naturally let me do it let me do it naturally let me do it my way let it be organic a, a lot of them also talked about how important it is for women to be attentive to when men are showing love Um I think sometimes as women we we have an expectation that men will love us in a particular way and that if we're not being loved in that particular way then that means that they're not loving us. But I think it's important just like in the book to kind of understand how our partners show love so that when they're when they're loving us we can identify it and see it. Um I think who you're talking about is um might be Eric and what Eric was saying was that when when he makes the bed or when he cooks or you know when he calls just out of the blue just to see how his partner is doing those are the ways that he shows love for a woman who is not attentive to that she may not think that he's doing enough um or showing her love in that way. The other thing is that as much as these gentlemen talked about how 
they show love. I think in loving relationships, we also need to be open to understanding how our partner might need to experience that love too. Yeah, the uh, non-judgmental, unconditional. That I, like, I find that to be interesting. And it made when I read that part, it made me reflect on what what last week's and you know i don't uh, if anybody didn't see last week's episode it's on youtube last week's episode when we when the guy said love is strengths weaknesses and failures yes and i think that when you when you say how do you show love showing love unconditionally is kind of i always in my younger years i always said that was hard i always believed that people do love conditionally or show love with conditions because if somebody's not meeting your expectations if some not somebody's not doing what they're supposed to be doing for themselves how could you show them love when you everything they're doing is not in accordance or not in tune with what you got going on and i think it's very rare i was i was taken aback when he wrote unconditionally because it was very interesting that he said that, so he must be a very um, and it's nothing wrong with what I'm about to say. He must have a real tender heart because everybody don't have a real tender heart. Some of our hearts are hard and whatever. So I thought that was very interesting that he said that. I agree. I agree. It's you know we we need to be we need to be aware that we can create an environment for our partner to be motivated to love us. And usually the first step in that is how good we're loving ourselves and how, how well we're taking care of ourselves. But then also how we're interacting with our interacting with our partner and, and being attentive to you know what they need as well. And I think one of the gentlemen in the book talked about the different ways that that happens. It's verbally, it's nonverbal, it's your body language, it's so many different ways. And so we have to be aware that we can create that space where people can be motivated to love us. And 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 and, and before you know, I like I always tell you, I'm always going to throw a wrench in the game, right? Oh, wrench. <laughs> so yeah, the wrench, the here come the, the proverbial here, wrench. Here it comes. <laughs> One of one of the brothers um, said that he shows love because he's a hugger. He's a big hugger. Um, that's I, I thought that was interesting because he's probably a protector type of person. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I was thinking if his if his significant other sees that in the book, and then what if he what if he hugs a friend? He could just want to hug everybody. And then that could cause complications because men and women, we want to be exclusive to the mate that we have. We don't want our mate to be treated or or feel less than I'm hugging you the same way I'm hugging every other female. You they looking at they look you'll be looking at me like, yo, what is you doing? Are you in love with everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then with that, because he's a hugger, that hug to his mate might not be as significant as it would be with her if she didn't know that my husband just a bubbly guy. He just loves to hug everybody. Wow. So when she and then you know, y'all get caught up in the perfume and 
hugging <laughs> hugging me. You you don't hug that girl. She got bad energy. Let me, <laughs> don't come near me. Don't come near. I can feel that energy. Yo. Look, you give him a hug. He'd be like, "Who you hug today?" <laughs> You to hug somebody with some real bad energy. So I thought, I thought, I thought yeah. so I thought that answer was interesting because hugging is a sign of emotion, affection, however you look at it. But I know that that, the way he might have said it to you in the interview, it could have been taken out of context, definitely by his uh, significant other. And, and that's absolutely, absolutely true, Quentin. And I think the way that, you know, when you look at the answers to the, the this question from the gentleman in the book, what what you'll find in certain, what I, what I found when I read it again, is that in some cases, the gentleman started from a very large perspective. So how do they show love to people in, in general? How do they show love to people in general? And then they narrow down to how they show love to their significant other. But I think you raise a very valid point, right? And, and something that we were talking about when we were ending last week, that when someone tells you how they show love, if you ask someone, how do they show love? And they tell you that immediately, you're going to start to see if they're exhibiting that behavior to you. And if they're exhibiting that behavior to other people. And then the question is, if you're hugging me and you're hugging everyone else, how do I know that the, the hug you're giving me is representative of your love? And it's, it's then when we start to get into the other aspects of the relationship. Do I feel safe with you? Are we intimate in other ways? Yes, hugging is one way that you show love maybe to everybody and you might give that to me too, but what because, else do you do? Because the, the reason what, like I said, when I read that part, Jules, it took me, it, it, it like I told you, your book is so, um, it's a template, it's a, um, it's like, it's a guide. And every time I, I don't read the book straight through. I right. read the book per week, per question. And when I when I looked at it, I said to myself, I said, you know, I I believe that I'm a man of a certain age, and I believe that women should feel a certain way. That we should always feel special. Oh. Like like if you if you meet somebody, no matter what aspect of the dating, the courtship, the the dinner, like you could meet a guy, he could chef. But he should be able to cook you a meal where you feel special, even though you may know he cooked meals for his exes or past relationships, but you should feel special. And that's vice versa. And I'm and I just thought that the hugging thing was just like so uh, that could be kind of tricky. It can be kind of tricky, but in addition to that, he also said he also said, so that was one way, and I think that's his universal way of showing love in mm -hmm. general. But he also said that he is sincere. He is natural, like you were talking about before. Like, I don't have to say, let's hold hands as we're walking down the street. Mm -hmm. We want to connect to each other. I want to hold on to you. He talked about cheering someone up and making them happy if he saw that they were down, listening and being attentive, supporting them financially if if they needed to. And he also actually is a chef. So he did talk about that 
<laughs> Almost like if he's not feeling that vibe of love, he does not cook. When he yes. Cooks, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, go ahead. I can, I can relate. I got some culinary experience, and um, it's a feeling. Everything got to be right for mm -hmm. you to for you to want to cook. It's not just because he's cooking with love. With love. Yeah. So he's cooking so, with love. So. So whoever his partner is, she might be experiencing that hug as a sign of the physical touch, but she should also be experiencing those other things and more that you know that he mentioned. So I know that a lot of times people people consider themselves and one of the brothers has said that he believes he shows loves by his actions, the small actions, not buying stuff. Um, and I know that a lot of times because everybody everybody has a preference and everybody should have a preference because we're all different. Yeah. Some people some people like gifts. Some people want to be pampered. Some people want um, you know, the the little not I'm not gonna say corny. Some people might want a card once a week. Right. Some people might want a, a extra attention. Well, we got cars, but I want you to pick me up for work. Right. I want you to send me roses to my job. You right. ain't gotta have them at the house waiting for me. Send them to the job. I want people to know that I have somebody in my life that really cares about me. Right. So I thought that that was interesting that that he was more of like the actions. He seems like more of the the everyday. Like this is what he do. He probably is not as verbal saying I right. love you. Right, yeah. right, and that's what we 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 I think can try to understand with our partners. So I so two things on that, right? So the the first thing is that a lot of times um, men think that they are doing a good job, and sometimes women think that they're not doing enough, and sometimes vice versa. I think we have to get beyond the point where we're expecting that people know how to love us or how we like to be shown love. You've heard me talk a lot about the five the five love languages and there's different ways to kind of show affection or emotion to people. But we I think we have to get beyond expecting that someone will know that. And then the other thing is sometimes women have this mindset, oh, I want to be surprised and you should know how to do this. But the man that you're with has not been with you before. He's been with different women probably that have different expectations, different needs. He's probably been with women that didn't even have what, any expectations. What, what did you just say? What? What was the last <laughs> statement you said? <laughs> I said he's probably been with different no, women. No, no you said the man that you're with. What? The man that you're with probably has been with other women who had different expectations than you or may not have had any expectations at all. And so <laughs> soundboard. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, it's important to not have this expectation that when we start a relationship or even when we're in relationship that our partner knows everything that we need we need to get beyond feeling leaving that responsibility in their hand and just having that conversation about what we like and it doesn't have to be a hard conversation um one of the things that i am practicing is is rewards so if um 
I'm just practicing it in general. But if something does someone something that I like, I say, you know, I really like when you did such and such. It made me feel a certain way. So that you're recognizing what the person is doing, making them feel good about it. And once they know, once they feel good about making you feel good, then they'll want to continue to do that. Yeah, you you have said you have said that the person that you are with was not with you before. Not with you. Before. I think I think that's a profound statement because sometimes we come with the the package. We got the we want the person already in our mind. This is her. This is him. This is what I want. The ideal person. Now we're trying to make this person be somebody who we dreamed of, instead of realizing that this individual has their own individuality. And now we want them to express love the way we want the love to be expressed to us. It's so dangerous, Quentin. I call it copy and paste. I call it copy and paste. So. Yes, I agree. Helena said the small things like a tender touch, a loving glance in a crowded room when your eyes meet. Absolutely. That that contact is important. But I think that I, I call it copy and paste, right? Where there are a few things happening. We have the failures from past relationships, we don't want to make those mistakes again. So we go into a new relationship feeling like we're not going to do that again. But you don't know what's gonna, what, what behaviors that person might have. And you might encounter those things again. Doesn't mean it's a failure. How do you resolve them? The other thing is we get all of these, pro, we get programmed daily from social media, commercials, everything about what relationships are supposed to be you 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 know julia you you're in your bag tonight i am in my bag you're in your bag tonight we get what from tv and, we, and get social media? we get programmed we get programmed um on what I'm, love is supposed on on someone else's interpretation of what love's supposed to be and you know they're they're behind they're behind the screen you don't even know if they're experiencing <laughs> love in their life but they're telling you how you should conduct it and there are a lot of wounded people who haven't really healed who are trying to give other people advice and you know the danger in that is that you you present yourself in a relationship with all of this program that you've received about what a relationship is supposed to be like in the moment you don't get the thing that you want it's a problem but you don't take the time to work on it you have yeah. to work on it so so you said you had something you wanted to read from the book i i i do as well so we're gonna okay. have some fun we're gonna do some reading okay yeah. This was the one that really touched me tonight. This is from Hermes. Um, so the question is, how do you show love? He said, you show love through your actions and through your interactions, through your words, through your nonverbal communication, by listening, knowing when to talk, when not to talk, knowing how to talk, by being supportive and being endearing, by initiating by being consistent, being fun, being strong, being real, not being superficial, not being punitive, and not being a yes man. He said not being, he said, he said not being punitive. Not being punitive. 
I, I think I think that that happens a lot. Unfortunately, you know, in in relationships, is that either you're gonna be the person that's gonna be super forgiving, where certain things aren't going to bother you, and then it, then that can lead to unhealthiness. Or you could be the person that's so punitive where it becomes nagging to the person that everything that they do, you, uh, you're you bothered by it. And I think that um, as we get older, as we get mature in understanding relationships better, is to have that balance. And that's what I got from him, is to have that, that balance, have that understanding, have that, you know, be a good listener and, and that's one of the things I thought that was interesting about him. Absolutely. And and that's one of the things I wanted to bring up about tonight. The challenge of being greater than yourself. Absolutely. It is about that. It is about that. Um one of the things I wanted to bring up tonight is like conflict resolution and relationships. Um usually when there's a disagreement or or a problem we feel before we react. And so if we're coming from a place where we feel like uh, the majority of our needs have, have not been met up until that point, when that issue happens, it's not just about that issue, but everything else that happened before then. And so there's really not a space to have like a loving conversation about what the challenges are, what's causing the conflict, how can we resolve it, etc. People, um, when they're in conflict, will have one or two responses. I know you probably heard this before. It's flight or fright or fight. So people will either run away from the discussion, like, yeah, I forgive you. It's, it's no big deal. Or they'll fight. They'll, they'll, they'll get aggressive. They'll get loud. They'll bring up everything that <laughs> happened before. You know, and it, it doesn't create a it doesn't create a good space for resolving the issue. And my my feeling is that an argument is never done until it's done. Helena, Helena said, "We use crazy clue." What's that, Helena? What does I mean, that mean? She yeah. ain't say glue. She said crazy clue. What's, <laughs> that, what's that, Helena? You gonna you gonna participate in this show tonight? Because I, I need to know what that is. Right. But, but I do got a portion I, I want you to give me some uh, background on. Okay. You know, this this is my guy right here. Okay. Um, oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. In the portion that, I don't even have to reread it. Because this is the same thing. See, our notes are on the same page. She okay. said crazy glue. What you use crazy glue for, Helena? Oh, 33 <laughs> years of marriage. What y'all use crazy glue to shut each other up? <laughs> but but he said something interesting. What'd he say? And I heard you say it. He said, not being a yes man, the end of his statement. Yes. How do you, <laughs> see, but you know, I, and I believe, don't get me wrong, I believed in a lot of women this is just my personal belief. A lot of women don't like yes men because then they, you know, you know how some women, then y'all be like, oh, you're a punk. You know what I mean? But I, but it's like a, it's like a, and I know Helena being married 33 years, she could speak on a, and even the gentleman in the beginning, the beginning of the book said it, 
that's that Gina Martin type love that yes. that that you know that you so crazy and that's one of the things which is interesting about the show Martin is that it wasn't only just comedy it was about friendships relationships yes. and you know they uh sometimes like we always say when and even you said it earlier about programming is that a lot of us got that image from Martin and Gina of this seemed like a cool relationship. Like they funny. He always crack on her head. She, she always talk about how stupid he is and, right. and do all the dumb stuff. But at the end of the day, that's her man. That's her same man. Thing, same thing for dinner. the same thing for the people of age that with the honeymooners. Y'all know Ralph was a piece of work, you know, bang zoom to the moon and <laughs> he always had a plan. Yes, and at, the end, at the end of the show, he always said, baby, you're the greatest. And she always had a plate of food in front of him. Yeah. You know, no matter what, yeah. what he went through the, in that episode. And it's funny because it, every time I think about the honeymooners, and I, I don't want to take take away from the show in the chat, you guys, but I swear that episode when Ralph had a plan and he wanted to build a garage by the garage next to the movie theater. <laughs> Oh, that's the funniest episode. He had the plan of the century, but little did Ralph know the movie theater was a drive-in. <laughs> Details. Ralph, Ralph, Ralph wanted to borrow money from the job and everything, yo. He said, I want to get a garage next to the movie theater. He said, Nori, we, we going to get a garage next to the movie theater. And Ralph forgot to pay attention to details, yo, and it was a drive-in movie theater, yo. But oh. that, comes, that comes with time. I remember my grandmother and my grandfather, they used to have knock-down, drag-out, vicious arguments, and they only lasted for five minutes. <laughs> yes, and it's, 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 it's like, like you said, it's, it's a love language, yo. It comes with time. I'm you telling you, my, my, my grandfather was the same way, and he used to purposely do it. Like he would be in the kitchen, my grandmother would be in the living room. And I'd go in and I'd mess with him. And I'd be like, Pop, what's up? He'd be like, nothing, because he, he liked to cook. And he'd give me a look and a smirk, because he had this smirk on his face. And all of a sudden, he'd say something to my grandmother just to get her riled up. And as soon as she start, he'd just start laughing. Or he won't say nothing. I think I think that was his way of you know saying I could still get her mad. Still she get still, her mad. She, she still love me. <laughs> you know, very yep. very very interesting thing, and, and that's what um as Helena said with the with the crazy glue. That's the uh, the the nuances when you've been with somebody for so long. You show your love in different ways. But you have to give it time. I think today, I mean, by no means would I ever recommend for anyone who is not in a healthy relationship to stay in that relationship. However, if you are, if you are mentally attracted to someone, physically attracted to someone, you kind of share the same motivation in terms of achieving your goals. Um, you share some similar passions and interests and you you kind of maybe share faith and you can see yourself together living a beautiful life together you can't just give up 
when things get difficult. Like you gotta be willing to put the work in to make it last. And how you show love is critically important during those difficult times. Yeah, I, def I definitely agree that, um, you know, I think that's one of the things that our generation didn't take from the generation before us. Um, you know, we, we, we may have seen the single mothers, uh, single fathers, but this was not norm in our communities. This was, right. you know, this was something that had circumstances behind it. Um, and I think that it uh, it has put us in a situation where we're very quick to give up. Yeah, like it, it it's 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 a weird thing because we will do everything that a married couple or a couple that's been together forever will do. But we don't work on the relationship. Gotta work on a relationship. It's not, and it's it's particularly hard when you talk about like what what were what were the examples? What were the examples? And I think a lot of the gentlemen in the book kind of talk about this coming from like single parent homes or just the environments that they were raised in and their understanding of love and how to show love and you know how to be a man in a relationship. I mean, and that. Hmm? And and that segues to my guy. Who? My guy. For this question, he's my guy. Who is it? Nikki D. Nikki D. That was the this was the jackpot answer. He said, I show love through my intention. Yeah. I focus my attention on it. For instance, I'm seeing someone now and we live far apart from each other, so we can't shower affection on each other. But we take time to show each other that we care about each other. We celebrate birthdays, holidays, and traditions. Even though we're not close to each other, we acknowledge those things. I know that as I'm I'm getting older, my capacity to love and to accept to accept love has gotten a lot greater because I'm less selfish than I was when I was younger. My heart is warmer. I had a cold heart when I was younger. It took me a while to sort sort of throw out and warm up. And because of who I am and where I grew up and what I was exposed to, it took me a long time to express love. Yes. Woo! He okay. dropped some bombs there. Okay. All the bombs. He dropped all of the bombs. He, he, he won in. What he He wants hammered. What did you? What did you? What did you get from all of that? You know, content? you know, you know, was 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 crazy, right? And I always try to refer to um movies because I'm a big movie guy. I love TV, right? And in waiting to exhale, Wesley Snipes played the role. Yes, he did. And when he wrote her the letter mm. to explain that he fell in love with her that night. One night. But never touched her. Not at all. And he explained and talked about the emotion of her falling in love with her. It made me, it took me back. I always think about that movie because Waiting to Exhale was one of the, I believe yes. that from the book to screenplay, it really was good, a good transformation. So I was thinking about that when I read that. I said, wow, he's, he's an older guy. A lot of younger people or younger men probably can't deal with a relationship like that but they're not around each other and you could clearly see through the paper in the book that he's in love with her 
he he's understands he's understand where he's at in life um he's a full man he's a as we say he's a man's man so i really commend him and that's why i highlighted that part of the book because he was able to get that off and I, I think it's it's beautiful that you raised that point um they we share- have, we have, late breaking news late breaking news we yes. have some we have someone here that remembers something about waiting to exhale Close burning. Close burning. I think I, men don't recognize or realize this time how crazy y'all drive us. <laughs> we'll have a yard sale and bro. Oh, oh man. Yes. It, it was an excellent movie, and I what I really appreciated about Waiting to Exhale. And if anyone who's watching hasn't seen it, I would recommend it and watch it. It takes you through different types of relationships. I mean, it's really about the sistership, the, the sisterhood between the women, but the different relationships that they have in their life. And I think that at any point in time, you, you might find people in those different situations. But I think that the way that they characterize the men in the movie was just so beautiful. Um, particularly Wesley Snipes and also Gregory Hines. Yeah, Gregory Hines. You know, recipes to the tap dance legend, man. Oh my um, goodness! What, it, it's funny that we um, taking a good a, a a good writer who's on her way up and talking about another writer, Terry McMillan, right? Terry McMillan. And 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 what's amazing about her is people thought that she was men bashing. Yes in that movie and I I purposely didn't see it I'm I'm totally against the battle of the sexes I believe that what happened is we focused on all the wrong roles Thank you. Wesley, Wesley Snipes was the man in that movie he was, Gregory he was. Hines was the man the man Gregory, Gregory Hines told her straight up let your son be a man stop babying him and a lot of and a lot of times, for lack of better words, we don't want to let go. And I understand it. I, I you know, my, I was the, my mother's baby, so we may not want to let go. And then the Wesley role was like, and that that comes that that comes down to our question tonight, right? Like, how do you show love? So we had the examples of the other male characters in the movie who were not necessarily looking for that that connection or that relationship, but they were looking for something different. And you could see they were kind of self-serving in a way and didn't have respect for the women that they were interacting mm-hmm. with. And you could kind of see the challenges that that presents. But then on the other hand, you could see through like Wesley's role and Gregory's role that when a man truly cares for you and respects you, he will make sure that he attends to your emotional needs. That's what those gentlemen did. Can can't be like my boy Michael T. Williams, right? I can't see an old state commercial now. <laughs> oh, that, no, that's that's Hansberry. That's Hansberry. Yeah, that's yeah, Hansberry. I can't stand no, up here. So, and I so never when, looked at him the same so, either. So so when you hear that deep voice and you and you you get mad like, what do you used to call it, Roberta? He was a smooth operator, yo. Well, let's think about it, Savannah. <laughs> that, that, that deep voice kicking, he just show up, pop up. 
you know, you know what type of situation I'm in. I mean, I mean, the casting for that movie. When you sit back and look at it now, and um, how their careers have taken off, and you know, rest in peace to uh, Gregory Hines and Whitney Houston. It, it, it's kind of like she gave us, and like I like I talk about your book, she gave us a template of, and it was so real, real. because we, you know, we go through this type of stuff. These these relationships are sometimes sometimes you can look at a movie and be like that don't really happen that ain't that ain't our culture no that, that was that was yeah that was it that was, that it. was it i just think about how angry michael t williams got at the end he was cussing her out from outside he was toe up the only thing that saved my boy's career was him being bubble shrimp after that <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, they, they had my they had my boy mean as hell in that. Yeah. I'm like, damn, yo. But those those you know those are the situations that people can find themselves in when they are not healed, when they are searching for something other than like organic connection, true connection, when they. Um, when people are not like clear on who they are and what they want, you can you can end up in some really um, compromising situations. And so it's important that when people are coming together, that they're clear on what they want to do. So I know that I know that um, you know, your your gears had got really grinded up today yes. about this rapper. <laughs> And she wants. She talking about how she wants somebody to love her. You, you care to talk about that? What's her name? Saweetie. S A. Weedy. Saweetie. Her name is Saweetie. Saweetie, guys. Whew. I. My position is I want us to be respectful of one another, caring towards one another, organic in our relationships, etc. One of the things that she said, the video, it's all over Instagram, is that if you're if your man talking to women, if your man is not buying you Birkin bags, like basically throw the whole the, the whole man away. And to me, there are younger women and maybe some mature women who are hearing these things and thinking that that's how that's a that's a show of love. And it's not a show of love, right? It's not, it, 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 it's, it's, it's borderline, you know, usury is borderline like prostitution. Like you don't need to give me a bag for me to be with you. Right? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm glad I don't know who she is. Mm -hmm. um, it, I, do you think that do you think that people realize that they're influencers? Like she's a rapper, she has a she has a you know a, a social following. media following. Do you think that she understands the magnitude of what she said, or yes, don't care, did. or just trying to go viral? I think in the moment that she said it, that she was serious about that, and she meant that. She meant that, and. Um, I think she received, she received a lot of criticism for, for saying that. And then she came back and tried to clarify what she really meant. 
you know, but the, the problem is that in the, in the gentleman in the book talk about, you know, materialism, materialism is not necessarily a show of love. You can buy me a Birkin bag, but then bonk me on top of my head with it when you get ready. If that's the reason why I'm there, if the only reason why I'm there is for what you can provide to me um, materialistically, then that's a compromising situation. There has to be more to a relationship than what you can provide to me materialistically. And that's not to say that, you know, we shouldn't both be in some kind of economic stability and able to provide things for each other. But this idea that if the man is not able to do these things financially, that they have no value, that the man has no value is a problem. Yeah. I, I I agree. It's it's like a multitude of things when you um when you when you put that out there. And, um, like Mom said, you know, artists are responsible for that art. Yes. <clears throat> I never I never looked at um the content of what they're singing or rapping or writing as as so much um, responsible or irresponsible. But after that comes in. Like if you if you have a rapper now that has like most of them have big Instagram followings, now they've taken their stardom from rapping to having a fo- having a following and using their voice, using their platform to talk about other issues. Now this is where sometimes it can become problemsome. Um, so I think that a lot of times with with. A lot of our younger, immature people who make these statements, I think that <laughs> they don't really understand who they are from a historical standpoint. No, clue. I mean, I mean, I know that we always refer back to you know, like what when we talk about relationships, where we went wrong because. We sometimes think that it was slavery, but it, it actually wasn't during the slave slavery that that it was problems. A lot of times, with people that having those un- crazy expectations, like how are you gonna say a man is not worthy because he can't buy your bag? He's loving you, he's protecting you, he's providing for you with the means that he has. He's doing everything that these great gentlemen in this book is talking about. Yes, but because he can't buy you a bag. Just throw the whole man away. Just throw the whole man away. I think it's it's utterly ridiculous. But that you would not, you would be surprised, Quentin, about how many people receive their instruction on how to do relationship from these influencers. Yeah, and then you well, know, and and that's and that's the funny thing, Julius, is that it it works both ways, but it's who you choose to follow. It's who you choose to find. It's kind of of crazy because, like, I always speak about um, Denzel and his wife and his son John David, who I'm a big fan of, and he always talks every time. Every time he interviewed, the first thing they always say, "Your father, your father, your father," and then he always speaks about his father, and then he said, "But my mother taught me how to love." How to love. And I always think that's just so profound that he. You know, you could talk about my dad, but you know, my mom, my mom told me how to love. And I think that in our society today is that some of our younger people, they could, they don't choose to follow 
a Denzel type of path of the, the way that they show affection towards each other when they're not together. Because Denzel speaks highly of his wife when they're not together and vice versa. When, and, and their son, their product speaks highly of his parents. They'd rather have that knocked down, drawn out type of craziness. There's, there's no there's no value, I think, today, or the value has been lessened, lessened in being yourself and following your own path. Right? To be to be individual and not part of, you know, what's trending can be can be dramatic or a traumatic right because how do you how do you allow yourself to be included into into society your 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 peer your age group and stuff like that how do you allow yourself to be included if you're not following everything that everybody else is doing it's like it's like it's like if you ask people what type of love they want, they want that social media type of love. Social media. Like 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 the poem you said that day. You you want to what type of love? Some people want social media type of love, instant gratification, no work, no no nothing, no substance. What people think on the outside is love and everything else is just hollow. And that's not what it is. Love, love. Showing love is sometimes sitting down for three hours and just having a conversation with your partner. Love is sometimes, you know, it's not a broken bag. Sometimes it's a walk in the park. Love is not, you know, um, red bottoms and, you know, these exquisite parties. Sometimes it's, you know, a homemade cake. You know, and some candles. That's you know, love is is real. It's it not. Ain't, okay. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't burning my clothes. <laughs> it's not burning your clothes. <laughs> but I mean, if you get the lesson from me burning your clothes, then yes, that's love too. <laughs> I, th- I think. I think some people may be like, she had every right to burn his stuff, right? He just. I believe like, so. Yeah. He he didn't feel that way when he was in that courtroom. I believe so. That, that courtroom definitely showed him something. Come on now, you're going to leave me on New Year's Eve for the secretary? <laughs> and I helped you build the business? She said mm. 11 years. Yeah, everything got to go. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. But Jules, uh, is there anything else you want to uh, address? Um, No, I just want to thank everybody who joined us in the chat tonight. Um, this was a, a great question. Um, I really loved it. The answers were amazing. If you don't have the book already, it's available on Amazon. Um, you can search under my name, Julia Dozier, or Crown Rules 2, and it will come up for you. You got, um, a, bu- you got a bunch of statements that just popped up on the screen. Oh, we do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's everybody saying? Just about the burning clothes right here. That's love turned inside out. <laughs> Rage. This, uh-huh. this right here, this right here is who he left her for, and waiting on <laughs> time. And then, then Nicole hit us with the uh, the statement about the celebrities. That's true. That's true. And she, yeah, she's exactly right. Exactly right. Exactly right. You know, love is real. <laughs> so, so, so next week's episode is what kind of love do you need or desire? Or desire. So this is the so the question that we covered this week is how the gentlemen show love and I think asking them the question of what they need 
or desire. Kind of, or desire kind of and, lets us know what they're looking for. And I, and I must say, I'm ready to dive into the book right now and look at these answers because I can only imagine. It's good. It's good. But, but I can imagine that question to some of these ladies. What kind of love do you need or you desire? I would love to hear the responses. I can't wait until next week. Uh, yeah, next week, have them, uh, those in the chat that um, try to make this a weekly thing. We appreciate you. Um, your support to the show means a lot to us. And um, it helps it helps us continue to go along. Because behind the scenes, I'm a little tired. So I had to make Julia laugh because of my little soundboard I got. So, you know, I had to break her, break her to cheer her up. Because you never know what type of audience we're going to have. And, you know, you guys um, being part of the show with us, it really means a lot to us. So... You know, have them uh, answers ready. What kind of love do you need and desire? Mm -hmm. And I'm and I'm quite sure from the ages of eight to eighty, we might get some interesting answers. I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't wait! Thank you, Quentin, for tonight. This was amazing. Yes. Thank you, everybody so, in the chat. So, so just in the chat, you guys just know. I know what y'all giving up next week. Chicago Chicago Thursday is back. <laughs> I understand. But make sure you turn into the show. If you, you can. Go, yeah, if you can. You can watch you can watch Chicago Thursday and have your, your laptop, your tablet, your phone out and tune into the show. We appreciate you guys' support. And with that, have a blessed week and we'll see y'all next Thursday. Bye everybody. <laughs> your mother